Michelle and I'm definitely getting them homecoming vibes. Yo, DJ, bring that back. I swear you gotta play that song, but you gotta play it twice. And you know I'm in here with with my my posse, my crew, my homecoming brothers. What's going on, y'all? Man, what year are we in? 1971. <laughs> First of you all, jive turkey. We a squad. <laughs> I don't know about no posse and no crew, but we in here. You already know who it is, man. Mister Loud Mouth Larry, aka I did it, Mama. I did it. Your, AKA the Black Dick Vitale. I'm sorry. This your boy Rob Brandon, AKA the Carolina Kid, also known as Mr. Darnell, 12 piece lemon pepper, all flats. All flats. Oh, all flats. All flats. I hear you. I and, hear you. That's what I'm talking about. And I hold, know we don't. Hold on. Hold, hold on, April Michelle. You come in on that swag serving like you know something about that. First of all, that is the HBCU National Anthem. And you know First you went to a PWI. You were I not didn't that go swag to a serving. PWI. Huh? And I'm proud of it. Yeah. That is a Negro spiritual, <laughs> first and foremost. <laughs> so I know swag surf. I know all about the swag surf. But don't nobody do it better than the HBCUs when it first comes on. I'm going to give that to y'all. But remember, my PWI is the most diverse one in North Carolina, baby. Man, don't nobody care nothing about no UNCG. All y'all did was hey, go to A&T campus and get drunk. <laughs> nah, they came to us. They came to us. No. We have the best cafeteria food in Greensboro. Please understand. That ain't, that, ain't, that ain't got nothing to do Ooh. with liquor. That ain't got nothing Whatever. to do with liquor. Everybody what? know that Scott Hall got the best liquor and Cooper got the best liquor at A&T. Ain't nobody going to Cooper. Don't nobody want to be a Cooper Trooper. You better check that out. I think Y'all you going to get me in trouble. I think you was a Cooper Trooper back in your day. Nah, I walked on the other side of the street. I didn't even want to be. <laughs> they say you was in there busting it down. Nah, nah you can act burpee. I didn't do it. He didn't graduate. Didn't I can't ask him. He didn't graduate. <laughs> I ain't going to do perfect like that, man. But for real, it's homecoming week. Yes, and while my sir. school had a virtual one, I definitely felt that there was no there was no HBCU homecomings, and, and that was detrimental to my health. Listen, you know, I definitely repped the HBCU hard, and this is our homecoming weekend. We're actually having a virtual homecoming that kicks off uh, today. Uh, they, didn't send me no, they didn't send me no Zoom link, so I guess they don't want none of my money no more, and they don't want it me to come. But I definitely miss homecoming, man. I love seeing the people. I love the barbecue. I love the uh, cookouts. We used to have a pole at our homecoming, baby. Come on and slide around that pole and get you some of these homecoming dollars. But I love a to pole. see. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
It's, it's like that at HBCU. Come get you some of your homecoming dollars. Is this, is this from your College of Performing Arts? Yes, 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 yes. The John okay, C. Smith okay, College right. of Performing Arts. But no, I just miss seeing all my homeboys and homegirls come back and see how well they're doing in life. And then, of course, you can't, you cannot forget about the Greek plots, man. When you go to them plots and them Qs and them AKAs and them Deltas and Sigma Gamma Rose and so on and so forth out there. Whoa, boy, do something to your spirit. Oh, I miss it. Hey, Miss Johnson. I'm going to miss you this year, Miss Johnson. <laughs> Come on down to homecoming, Miss I hope you on the virtual today. Oh, I miss Miss Johnson. There he go. April Michelle. What's up? For you, question. We're going to come back to Black Dickie V or whatever. we got to let him calm down. Ms. Johnson, <laughs> please be on this Zoom link for him tomorrow or today. But April Michelle, do you What's miss up? more the band? Do you miss the tailgating? Or do you miss the game? I miss the tailgating. I'm going to be honest with you. It is nothing better than going out to get a fresh new fit, and it all just comes together. And as soon as you step on, on the yard with the boots, with the heels, and I'm going to take it back to you guys. The Parasuco jeans oh, Lord. that might maybe have something in diamonds written across the butt and, and, and the right fit and shirt. Man, that's when people trying to get chose. Lives are being changed. It all happens on that yard at that tailgate with that fish plate. And before I let go, it's playing somewhere in the background, <laughs> whether it's a live band or the DJ booth. That's what I miss the most. You see my face. You can't recreate that. You see my face? You, you can't see uh, Black Dickie B face, but he giving you the, the end please look or whatever. Like, that was super you weak. You know what? That was super that's weak. Why I, the, that's why they didn't send you the Zoom Because they already know I'm coming to turn it out, baby. Hey, Miss Johnson. I hope to see no. you this weekend, Miss Johnson. Did you they say the Parasucos on? She said Parasucos. April, April Michelle is definitely yeah, in 81 right now. She yeah, is an 81. My Parasuco jeans were, they had buttons all the way up the side. Did, did you say is or were? Like, <laughs> are you still wearing these? Like, what's going no, on? No, I do not. I do not she good. waiting to bust them out right now, Rob. <laughs> apple bottom jeans and the boots with the furs. Hey, I'm just saying, there are a lot of things that need to come back. And I think the apple bottom jeans and Parasucos would be welcomed anywhere. At UNCG, yeah. Not none of our school. Yeah, though. we ain't doing yeah, that. We ain't what doing do y'all do at Georgia? Do y'all even have homecoming? Does the band play uh, Whistling Dixie or uh, what? Not whist- Did she say Whistling Dixie? Dixie? She did. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. So <clears throat> I will say our homecoming is definitely on a tamer level. No swag surfing going on at all. I didn't think so. Zero. Uh, as far as what do I miss? For me, it's the game. It's the game. Of course. Because we got a student section. They get live. We got a lot of Tina turnips uh, over there in the student section. But I would say probably by like one or two, everybody over there passed out. Because yeah. they done tailgated the night before, yeah. the day of, and they over there sleep passed out in the student section. After the game, it's kind of split. Everybody knows the majority uh of the University of Georgia is predominantly white. I would say probably about 97% is predominantly white. And the African-American community is very small, but close-knit. So we may get together on a separate part of campus um, or over near the athletic facilities, and we'll turn up over there uh, on the yard, probably a live DJ. There's going to be some libations flowing. You will see the Greek folks coming through. I will get tired of that after five, four or five minutes, though. That's Stephanie. Hey, man, get out of my way, bro. Get out of my yeah, way. I'm trying to kick it away. with my homies. 
But like I said, it's definitely a scaled down version of what you guys got going on. I do know if we have a bye week, sometimes when I was at school, we would creep down to the AU and visit somebody else's homecoming just so we could get that that feel as far as the swag surfing, the fried fish, the spades popping, maybe some dominoes depending on uh, <laughs> depending on who uncle's in town. Come on, man. Y'all talking about these PWI homecomings. Everybody hey. know everybody know at the HBCU homecoming. You waiting on the band, cause the band finna show out like the house of prayer mixed with a black band, mixed with your dad and your uncle and your crazy ass cousin. Boy, the band about to go out there and show out. And then once the band show out, once you let them do their thing, see at my at my HBCU, we don't give a damn about the game. We don't care, we don't care nothing about no that. football. You, you right. We don't care about nothing about no football. <laughs> but I don't know no HBCU that, that cared about the actual football game. I think that's true. They think care true. about the band. When is halftime so I can see these girls shake their ass? <laughs> hey, Miss Johnson. I believe you said the band. The band. <laughs> the band. It's all about the girls shaking their ass. I mean, okay. yeah, well, right. you know, hey, because the girl, the you know, every HBCU got a dance team. Yeah, he's saying the band pretty much providing the soundtrack. For the girls. For the okay. girls. Okay. Yeah. Right. And For then the after that, that's well, 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 leading up to the game, you got to go through the tailgate. Ain't nothing like a black tailgate at an HBCU. Right. You can get everything you you can you can wish for. I'm talking about every piece of the pig that you want, every type of hamburger, every type of hot dog, and the fried fish. Whoa, but y'all ain't That's had fried thing. fish until you've been to an HBCU. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm getting upset because it's canceled. <laughs> hey, Miss Johnson, when you coming to homecoming, Miss Johnson? Holla at your boy, Miss Johnson. Oh, I, I definitely it. say a, a HBU, a HBCU homecoming, ain't, it ain't nothing better. And that's no matter which HBCU you go to. That is a national treasure. L- let's keep it a book. They not even coming, in my opinion, from what I see on the outskirts looking in, <laughs> they not coming back for the game. Nope. They ain't really no. coming back for the yard. They coming back no. for them parties at night. That's yes, what they coming back for. Sir. Yeah. Well, first yeah, of all, you going you know, live. so you got to you got to look at a lot of people had not heard of a day party until the CIAA came, the whole CIAA came to Charlotte. Right. HBCUs invented the day parties from the tailgate because when you go to that tailgate, that's a party here by by four o'clock. You don't even want to move nowhere. So. So, so this is why I'm a little bit mad. I'm going to sneak this in here since we're talking about the HBCUs homecoming. The HBCUs got a homecoming committee, which I'm pretty sure yep. every school does. Yep. Right. The budget's been growing over the years from 15000 to 10000 <laughs> I'm to, to 20000 to 40000 to 100000 We got Terrence J and Lala hosting it. We got Future coming in. We got J. Cole Party performing. Me. But in the meanwhile... Uh, was it Cooper Hall? What's the name of that damn hall or whatever? Uh, Cooper Trooper. You know, Avery Michelle. No, I told her she was in there. No, busting I know it down. Stay away from. I, I, I need to make sure those halls got the adequate services they need. I need to make sure that Wi-Fi working over there too. I, they got to get air conditioned. This is what I'm They got to get air conditioned. So um, the priorities, you know what I'm saying, I think need to need to be a little bit more right. aligned. Hey, let me tell y'all something. That's for another show, though. That's hey, let me tell show. y'all something. We don't care nothing about that. As long as that homecoming slamming, we don't give a damn about AC. You just care about that when you got to go back to that hot-ass room and you smell like outside all day. That's okay. all right, baby. That's all right. But, but, hey. You smell like that fried corn. <laughs> That's right. I might smell like outside, but I'm going to feel good on the inside. No. 
knowing that I just see Miss Johnson. Hey, Miss Johnson. Miss Johnson, please call me. Miss uh, Johnson, quick. you better subscribe to this podcast too. <laughs> That's right. Hell <laughs> no. Hey, but for real talk, I love that we're talking about these bands because down in Texas. Oh uh, yeah. They they got a band problem, but I think it, it's even deeper than that. Like, it's a respect problem. The what? Texas Longhorns. So, what would you say? Make sure you let them know what Texas school we're talking about. We're talking about the University of Texas. We're talking about the Hook'em Horns. We're talking about the Longhorns. Uh, home of Vince Young. You know what I'm saying? But, Kevin Durant. Yep. Oh, yeah. He was there for a year. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Kevin Durant was there for a year. So they play a song called The Eyes of Texas. Mm. It has the, the beat of I've been working on the railroad. Mm. It talks about how the eyes of Texas are watching you. Mm. You can't get away from them. Mm. <laughs> you might as well just deal with it because the eyes of Texas are watching over you. I'm not going to sing the whole entire song, but you get the gist. Please don't. Well, the eyes of Thank America, you. the eyes of America are watching Texas right now, and I hope that the Texas football program get this right. You know, the fans have demanded that the so players, the, the fans have demanded that the players stand for this. They even put out a petition to get the players to stand for this. And the band, the, the band stood up. The band stood up and said, nah, we they ain't going to do this. The band was some, they, they, was, they, they, had, they had a whole lot of heart and they had a whole lot of backbone. So they stood up and said right. they wasn't going to do it, but. Uh, Texas won this weekend, and they they played it over the loudspeaker, and the fans still stood up and sung the song. And they said that, you know, if they do not play this song, that it goes against traditions. Well, let me tell y'all something, Texas Longhorns. First of all, ain't nothing in Texas but steers and queers. What? <laughs> it's I from, will not put my name on that. It's from it's from the movie Full Metal. Y'all remember the movie Full Metal Jacket? Full Metal Jacket. Okay, okay. That's right. Let me You're take right. it. Let You're me right. tell you it's from a movie. Like, let them know it's a movie. It's reference. from a movie. It's from a movie reference for y'all. Email and call some bosses and stuff. Ain't nothing in Texas, but but anyway. But listen, traditions change, and this tradition right here in Texas definitely need to change. This the uh, band has stood up, the players have stood up, and it's time to make a change. Well, I can tell you one thing that the long Longhorns, they have a tradition of, and that's getting money and getting people in the stadium. If if the players stop showing up and they they boycott games, then and you you hit them in their pocket, then they they gonna make some changes. And I think if they keep applying pressure, then we can get this thing changed. They shouldn't even be playing this song no more. But the, the team the team stood out there. Some of them did hang their heads a little bit and kind of not sung along, but most of them were out there. And that's what bothers me is I'm like, we've been doing all this justice for so long, right? These guys have been out here leading marches and then they stand on the field like, eh, everything's hunky-dory. And then you got the alums. Ricky Williams is the main one talking about this is a tradition and I support it and it needs to happen and these guys need to get on the field. Well, we no, know Ricky. we know Ricky Williams been out no, the coach. Ricky. Stay off no, the weed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was like, don't, 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 don't be that guy. When, when I when I saw this story, I thought about two things. Two things came to mind. The first thing that came to mind when I saw this story was, I'm not gonna rehash this issue, but the NFL and its national anthem catastrophe right. or right. debacle. Everybody right. keeps talking about the the verses that aren't sung within the national anthem, where it makes reference to. Uh, the, uh, the the slave owners and slavery and things of that nature. So I thought back right. to this. That's the first thing that resonated. The second thing, just going back to my playing days, when we used to go to Ole Miss, mm. when we used to go to Ole Miss, we used to literally sit on the sidelines and talk about w- how we couldn't believe 
that this 80 or 90, 80 or 90 African-American men was literally running out of the tunnel from Ole Miss. Of course, their mascot was the Rebels, mm-hmm. Black Dickie V. Mm-hmm. Bro, they ran out to the Confederate flag, bro. The Rebel yeah. flag, yeah. Confederate yeah. flag. Yeah. They ran out to, They ran out of the tunnel to that. Ain't no way in hell yeah. I'm doing right. that. Like I said, I got a son that inspires to play football on a D1 level. Man, hey, he can make his own decision, but we're not going to no school. They're running out to no Rebel flag. We're not Absolutely doing that. Not. We're not doing and that. And the thing is, if you're getting recruited at that level from those schools, you got options. So the question is, what is it going to take to make Texas stop? Is it losing that top-notch recruit to Texas Tech, you know what I'm saying, or Oklahoma or Oklahoma State? Like, is that when they stop? Or is this something that they're grounding their heels in? Because we know that Texas is stubborn. The only thing that makes that stop, in my opinion, it had, college football, in my opinion, are run by two two entities. It's the alumni mm-hmm. and it's the coach. Mm-hmm. I think it has to be the coach. It has to come from okay. the coach. Well, I, you got to have a powerful enough coach that says, "Hey, we can't play that anymore. That's impeding my recruiting. That has to stop." And as we know, yeah. I would say in college football, coaches with that type of cachet would be a Dabo Sweeney, yeah, a Nick Saban, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A Urban Meyer. Somebody along those lines or whatever, a Jim Harbaugh maybe that has the cachet. This was going on at that school, and they know that it was uh, affecting recruiting. Uh, then they would shut that down or whatever. And, I, and hell, Tom Herman gonna get fired soon, in my opinion, because they stink at Texas anyway. So he gonna be yeah. getting up out of there soon. So whoever that next coach is at Texas, I feel as though they gotta let their balls drop and they gotta demand that this is stopped. But in the meantime, while these players and the band. And hopefully the basketball team and all these other sports jump on board. And I don't want to say say they're not playing, but they got to come to some sort of resolution or whatever. I know they want to play based upon this season being held together anyway by damn duct tape and super glue that they want to try to get in as many games as they can. But they got to go to the um, they got to go to the AD and they got to have a conversation. Well, the thing about it is, you know, I think you hit it on the head. Um, the players, though, like, you know, the players are the ones who go out there and play on the field. And I know a lot of them are on scholarship, and they may be afraid not to uh, sit out a game or or two or, or boycott this thing. I definitely think if you get you get 10 to 15, 20 players together and say, look, we are not playing until y'all decide to remove this song. And, and then, hell, you can't play without players. So that's how you you can right. you can sit there and you can you can make these Texas stadiums. They already losing money this year. So you you you, you don't go out there and play, boy. Don't you go out there and run that football and catch that football, boy. You go to sit your ass down and sit sit out two three games, and then the conversation uh, uh, begin to take place. And then once we can get at the table with the conversation, we 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 can we can rectify some things. Until then, as long as them boys keep going out there, um, busting their ass and keep getting themselves up like gladiators on the field, like they are. Then ain't right. nothing gonna change. They got it's it's gonna have to start. It already started with the players and the band. They've already made a statement. But you cannot back up off your statement. You got to make your statement stronger and stronger each and every week. Hey band, we not y'all got to stick with it. The band director already said, listen, my band not gonna play that. Bam. So they didn't invite the band to the game. Cool. So now right. when the players say, hey bro, we ain't going out there to do that, then they gonna listen. But because you can't have a Texas football team without a football team. I agree with that. I just think it's going to be a hard buy-in from the players, not because they don't agree with what you're saying. It's just, like I said, it's just so much blood, sweat, and tears. I understand Everybody that. wants to stop, but I don't think they want to stop right. at, at at their mercy with them giving up games and, and, and their dreams. So, 
Definitely fight the fight, but like I said, you're kind of going to have to find some other ways to fight it. In my hold, hold on, Carolina kid, though. So these kids can transfer out because they do got the new transfer rule, right? Well, I, they if, do. Well, I can transfer out. I, I, I am not hip, happy here. I want to transfer out. If you get enough players start knocking on that coach, though, saying, bro, let me out of here. Hey, I think that coach and that AD going to have to do something. I'm pretty sure 80% of them players is at Texas right now were recruited by Texas, obviously because they went there, and they went on a visit there, and I'm pretty sure they attended a the game. They knew this damn song was playing before they signed there, too, though. You're right. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not going to dispute that. But sometimes you don't do the research of what the song means. I think with the light of George, you know, what happened with, with, with George Floyd, a lot of people are now paying attention to different things. And, and, and it takes one person to say, hey, you know what that song means? Do you know do you know what they're saying? Because it's a lot of songs that, that, that we have sung in school. And we, ain't, we didn't even like the national anthem. A lot of because we never heard the rest of that verse. Mm-hmm. We never knew. that. Oh, this, this shit, that's racist. So now I think yeah. a lot of people's eyes are open. They're like, oh, no, no, we ain't doing that. Like, like now, if them boys still running out there to the rebel flag in Mississippi, there's a problem down there at Ole Miss. It's a problem. Yeah. Right. I think that you have to start to realize that just because it's tradition doesn't make it right. Because a lot of these traditions were not created or thought about with brown and black people in mind at all. So that's not your tradition. So speak out against it. Kind of like Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely right. Hey, like you right. I don't do Thanksgiving. Hey, hey, you got to look at it. It, it. it was a tradition one time that all black folk had to sit in the back. And we couldn't go in the same true. building with white folk. That was a, a tradition at one time, too. But, hey, we, we whooped some ass and got some stuff changed. Man. Yeah, I, I, I don't do Thanksgiving. <laughs> hey, April, me and my what wife up? went to Charleston probably about five years ago, right? It was probably right. like six of us. And it was this restaurant she wanted to go to. And... um. It was a restaurant she wanted to go to, and uh, I dropped them off in front of right. the restaurant, and then I went to park. And when I came back, they kind of were waiting around on me. They were still outside? They were still outside. So I, I, I knocked on the front door of the restaurant. They came. The lady came, and she was like, hey, you got to go around to the back to get in. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I got to do what? Oh, hell no. We ain't eating there. Nah. We not eating there. <laughs> and then my wife had to calm me down. She was like, no. They're doing construction right here in the front row. You got to go around. You got to go around to the back. Everybody's going around to the back. No, or whatever. But I hear you. So I, I, I got excited, man. I got no, excited. you got to no, follow no, tradition go. and get your black oh, ass to the no. back. I got excited. Get back there with the rest of the blacks. Yeah, I, got, I had to apologize to the people. I didn't say anything or whatever, but they could tell how my mood switched or whatever. So I actually looked around the corner and I saw everybody. Everybody was in the back going through the back end. I got heated. Luckily, nobody. Nobody was hurt in the making of that story. Right, 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 right. <laughs> You're listening to the world's most quick. dangerous sports podcast. Me, him, and her, 704. I am Loudmouth Larry. Yo, I'm very excited about this next segment. It's your girl, April Michelle. I apologize. I'm just very excited about this next segment. Carolina Kid, I see you there. I'm actually let y'all start this one off. We're talking all things LSU. That is Louisiana State University. <sighs> Go Tigers. You ain't going nowhere right now. So, as everybody know, LSU had a dream football season, probably one of the best college football mm-hmm. seasons I could think of maybe in the last 20 years. Uh, Joe Cool, Joe Burrow had a hell of a season, uh, consensus number one pick in the NFL draft. But I think everybody remembers when the clock hit zero and they won in Natty, our guy, right. Mr. OBJ, Reached back oh, like 1-3 mm. or whatever. Was on the field, in the locker room, celebrating. 
I think he maybe had a little bit too much to drink or smoke. Correct. Not sure what his drug of choice is. He may have just been super geeked. I don't know. It was a lot of men's around. <laughs> oh, they had a big lapse in judgment. I'm acting like I didn't hear that. Uh, oh, they had a big lapse in judgment. He started handing out money. Like money. he was at the shake. Yeah, like he exactly. Was just, he thought it was, it was a lot of men's around. Like, hey, he thought he was at the strip club. Oh, there was handing out money like he was at the gentleman's club. I'm talking about peeling off hundreds, twenties on national TV to Correct. players. And players immediately. We're not graduating. Exactly. Players with eligibility left. And immediately, the national media was trying to figure out what the hell was Odell thinking about. Why mm-hmm, was he doing mm-hmm. this? He was going to put the team in jeopardy. He was going to put these players in jeopardy. And that, that banner was in jeopardy as well. Because as we know, the NCAA yeah. liked to be super, super petty. Right. So a ruling right, was... Fu- a what, ru- what's I'm sorry. the story that they said it was? Didn't they try to say it was monopoly money? They said it was fake money. Right. Yeah. Correct. It still looked bad, though. I don't. Been playing our face, right. I don't care if it was money you made at home. It still looked bad on TV. But go ahead. So a, a ruling was just recently made as it pertains to this whole situation. So LSU, what they did, they uh, self-imposed some some penalties and bans against their program mm-hmm. just to try to offset any future repercussions that the NCAA may try to uh, bestow upon them. One of the biggest things that caught headlines was just Odell Beckham himself has been suspended uh, from the facility and being around the program for the next two years. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. But that's not, you know what, uh, Odell was wrong. He was wrong. But trust me, you get this because this is what you see when you're there. That's the thing. When these schools get sanctioned, this isn't the first time it's gone down. And what's hurtful for LSU is right now they're dealing with three different things. So LSU basketball has been under investigation for the past three years. Then my man Odell over here is handing out, and it wasn't ones, it was 20s, it was hundreds. Uh, Nobody can actually get a count on how much cash it was. They tried to say it was $2,000. Boy, stop. He was counting it and putting it in their hands. You get more than that for a hit in the NFL. So I know he was giving out way more money than $2,000. Then they're finding out that a recruit, the name hasn't come out, player's father was also paid to mm. have his kid come to that program. Mm. So my head. This, w- is, this the, is not going to be good. One of the other this things. is going to be terrible. Before uh, uh, Black Dicky V jump in, one of the other things, too, that they had to give up, they're giving up uh, four scholarships mm. as well for the next two years, so they're going to give up a total Correct. of eight scholarships. And as we Correct. know, LSU, they don't recruit, they reload. So that can exactly. have a tremendous effect on them as well. So That is all smoke and mirrors. So, I'm going to let Black Dicky V go, but smoke and mirrors. So we haven't heard from OBJ in this whole incident. Has he said anything? Because I haven't read one he quote that this man has said. Now, you don't call this program all this trouble, my brother. You don't went in there and got excited because all these men was around. And you want to show you got cash and you in the yeah. NFL and you got money for all these. Now, let's be honest. Let's just let me park right here and be honest. Now, come on. Oh, come on, Carolina kid. What you do when you got a little bread? And, and, and it's a lot of women around. Sometimes you pull your bread out to show them, look, I got I got a little money. In a previous life. Yeah, of course. So I think Correct. he got excited. It wasn't even about the game. But I see all these men around. Let me show him this paper. He trying to you, you on national TV. Bro, you know, you know you have played college football. I can see if you didn't play at this level, you was somebody's brother, cousin, or uncle, or somebody that. No, sir. You have played at this level before. You know the repercussions that this could have. You in there with all this money just 
throwing it around the locker room. And hey, these college boys, they're excited. They wasn't even thinking. Not not the players who had just come out the field. They're so excited about winning a national championship. They're not even thinking about, well, damn, this man, he can, he's gonna cost our whole damn football program. Come on, Odell. So, you Odell need to go down there and rectify this, and he need to start the Odell Beckham no. scholarship. He need to start so, the scholarship. He needs to stay away. So, he needs to stay away. Uh, Odell knew what he was doing. His mother is a track coach. She is an NCAA track coach. He grew up with the NCAA. Odell just didn't give a damn. That's what it is. He didn't give a damn, and now this program is in way more trouble than it can even fathom right now. And I hate it because I used to work for their AD, Scotty Dubb, and I like him a lot. But LSU, so LSU, the, the, the penalties that they impose, it's a level one, which is the highest it is. But there's three levels. There's mitigated, standard, and aggravated. What LSU football did is they have tried to give uh, sanctions to themselves that's the mitigated, which is the lowest if possible. But there's no fines there. I know there's reduction in visits for the head coach. That's what the offensive coordinator is for. They lost eight scholarships. Trust me, it's going to be about eight kickers that don't get to go to LSU anymore. They're not. It's not going to actually hurt their program. And that not is eight why kickers. Eight kickers. The NCAA is about to do some work on, on LSU. I don't know if that – because the NCAA needs money. So perhaps LSU Odell can pay the NCAA right now. But the fact of the matter is they've got a basketball coach, Will Wade, who was on tape paying 11 to 12 players to come there. And when the former AD, Joe Oliva, suspended him, the fans called upon to have him fired, and he was. Mm. This is a corrupt program with corrupt fans what, and what? corrupt coaches. How, yes. what, what, what makes it corrupt? That's the part that I don't understand. I think that language is you a little can't, harsh. Look, there's nothing. Look, I think that it's a whole other thing to talk about athletes and being paid. Okay, and but, this image. but, but you, you can't pay players. You can't sit here and pay people's families to come to that school. Those are violations. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Avery Michelle. This is this is tradition in college sports. Exactly. This is tradition in college sports. We ain't changing tradition. If they ain't gonna change the tradition in Texas, well, damn it, leave these traditions alone. Well, what a violation is. Ask Cameron Jarrell Newton what a violation is. I know. I know. Let me tell you something. You can't pay players. Okay, I get that. I hear you based upon the rules. But to say it's corrupt because they broke a rule, that's that's a little different in my opinion no, or whatever. No, it's corrupt because they have a tradition of breaking rules, of shucking what they're supposed to do in the NCAA. It's not like this has been new. You can complain against it, but the rules are the rules. And LSU has made a tradition out of not following the rules. You sound like you got a lot of LSU hate. Red. And then, no, no, no. Look, like I said, I love their AD. I you, really do. You sound like but the NCAA they, police this morning. You sound like you interviewed uh, for a job with the AD and he ain't bring you yeah, up. He, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you sound really hateful this you know morning. What? I'm not trying to go down to that. I can't sweat like that. I'm natural. It's not going to be a good It's a lot of smoke coming off your mic. It's a lot of smoke, but she's fire. She didn't let me say Odell was happy with the men's around, but she going to stand on the LSU got a corrupt football program? It's a No, I said they got a whole corrupt department. Oh, a it's whole corrupt department. department. My, oh. I'm coming for all of them. It's all a them. corrupt department. It's a corrupt program. And they, I mean, I, I never Damn. will ever, ever, ever say any program should have the Where death penalty. Where they putting your gumbo? But they need <laughs> to hit, have sanctions. It, it's up there with Louisville. Oh, hold up. And my, we know what Louisville was doing. My, 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 last, my last thing about this. I know, again, 
Odell and a lot of those guys, my or eyes, is big homie. He in the league. He balling. He come around. It's no, it's no secret that a lot of the guys come back. You know what I'm saying? And they look out for the little homies or whatever. I'm not gonna say what that is or what that means, but they look out for the little homies when they come back. We or ain't done. We know what it means. I think he. I think Odell just had a damn lapse of judgment. Again, I think he had a lapse of judgment. Forgot what he was at. I'm trying to tell you. I really think that man was high or drunk and just forgot where the hell he's at. Because that stuff goes on. It just don't go on on national TV. National, not on TV. national TV. That's what happens with you when you start to sell yourself. You I told you he got excited. He got excited. It's a lot of men around. I'm telling you, well, he got excited. He got he ain't excited. Gonna be around the men for two years, but it's he, gonna be worth. Oh no, nah, he definitely gonna be around some men, just not them. Yeah, y'all go. We're not doing this. <laughs> oh, oh, oh but this. I can't say what I feel. Yeah, okay. What up, Odell? <laughs> OBJ, can we get you on the show, man? <laughs> I have a feeling he is going to uh, ignore that. But, you know, it, it's college athletics. It's, it's college football. Um, I do want to just really quick give a, a condolences really quick and uh, a get well soon to Jalen Waddell. Condolences? Yeah, yeah, I like to make. I know. I know. I, when I say condolences, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe I pick it too far. Uh, yeah, you, no, yeah. you've been I, on one this morning. <laughs> You've been all the way left this morning. I think with the swag serve, the surf made I go all the way left. She fell off the surfboard. Don't bring the energy. I'm bringing it. I'm letting she you know bring, how I feel. But now you, you done killed uh, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> you done made the LSU football program corrupt. I mean, what else you got for us this morning? Dan was sitting in the chair, probably drinking a smoothie, like, God dang, I'm still here. But I do hope he gets better. Uh, I don't know if you all know, but he was injured on the uh, – he broke his ankle. And it's wow. the one who broke their ankle a year ago. Man, that's a pain. I don't know what that is. That It hurts. And I hope he can heal and get back to where he needs to be. But uh, I just want to say get better. Just so for the casual sports fan that may be listening to this uh, podcast for the first time, uh, Jalen Waddle is a wide receiver for Alabama, uh, the Alabama Christmas Tide. I'm going to put some respect on their name. Um, you right. Probably one of the best wide receivers in the country. He was a been a part of the lethal offense they've had at Alabama the last couple years. Mm-hmm. Probably was going to be a top five pick. Probably still will be a top five pick in this right. year's draft if he decides uh, to come out. I know uh, injuries haven't been – um, nothing new to top recruits at Alabama, especially with what happened with Tua last year. Um, we wanted to talk about this topic just to see the bigger question is should these collegiate athletes have some sort of guaranteed insurance policies in the event that they get hurt? I do know some of the higher prospects, and I'm pretty sure Jalen Waddle did, that do have uh, insurance policies, generally with Lords of London in the event that they get hurt. They can get insured up to so much as far as what their potential draft capital would have been. But for the third or second string player or whatever, should they have some sort of insurance policy too? Should that be afforded to all collegiate athletes? I think so. I mean, when you look at how much money these uh, these big-ass college football programs make off of these play, uh, players, when you talk about some stadiums seat up to 100, 105,000 people, man, yeah, man, insure the whole football program, everybody, all the way down to the cheerleader. If the cheerleader fall off the top of the pyramid and bust her ass, she need to be insured too. Man, they make enough money. They make enough money to these uh, college football programs where they can insure everybody top to bottom. So I would say, hell yeah, let's do it. Let's make it happen. 
April Michelle. All right, let me let me come in with my with my NCAA and collegiate knowledge. Okay, so that was actually when I talked about paying um, the players and making sure that they get paid for their name, likeness, and image. I always felt that their scholarships should have some kind of built-in insurance policy. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. I think that if you want a little, like if you're a third-string uh, quarterback. At Alabama, hell, if you're a third-string quarterback at ECU, I think if you want a larger policy, that's when your parents need to come in and pay for part of that because don't nobody care. Let's be honest. Your insurance policy is that biology degree you got, but we appreciate what you're doing. How are these parents going to pay for that, April Michelle? Huh? Some of these parents, man. No, I'm not saying that. I think there should be a standard, like third-string quarterback, and this is going to sound wrong, you might have a $50,000 policy, but if your parents think, think you're worth more and believe in you a little bit more, they're more than welcome to add to have a higher policy is all I'm saying. But I think that everybody should be insured. When I say that, I mean every student athlete across the board, though. There has to be equity in it. Can, can, I, can I just ask you one question? So under that theory sure. right there that 50000 should be the baseline, and I know you're just throwing that out as a number. I didn't say, yeah, I just threw out it, a number. But yeah, I, yeah. I got you, but just for the uh, sake of argument, 50000 is the baseline, and you're saying that their <laughs> parents, if they feel as though they're a higher prospect, should, should be able to contribute more. Most of these kids get it out the mud and don't have, and their parents don't, or hell, they don't even live with their parents and don't have the uh, additional additional money to kick in for an escalator. So, with me being a booster of the program, if I feel as though mm-hmm. this guy right here is worth mm-hmm. more and should have a higher policy, why can't Absolutely I put some money on his books? Because that's when the programs get corrupt. You can, you have to take these boosters. Look, I represent the boosters. You have to take these boosters out of that equation. Who's representing the players, the third, though? But, Rob, I'm also talking about the third-string quarterback. Let's be honest. The, your career is not going to the NFL. It's too Ohio, percentage. Ohio State. Ohio State. I would say probably about five years ago, third string quarterback won mm-hmm. a national championship for them. Yeah, and too bad. Cardale Jones. Were more than oh, yeah. welcome to put and went to the league. And his parents were able to and do went that to, the to give you a bigger. And this is again, if you get injured. So good for him. He's in the league. Way to go. So why why we you couldn't do this either. then? Why we couldn't do this? You know, as schools approach these big ass companies, especially insurance companies for sco- uh, not scholarships but for sponsorship dollars. Why we couldn't build in a sponsorship package where they also sp- where they also put the athletes in there where they are insured through some of these insurance policies and these insurance companies who are sponsored within the stadiums? Because like I said, a lot of these programs are so big. They hey, some of these programs can afford insurance for every. Everybody in the NCAA. Let's be honest. Some of them can, but some of them, they don't want to. The only reason right. I like what you're saying, Larry, I just get nervous with the sponsorship because then that company can pick and choose who they decide to represent. No, so no, what I'm saying this, is I you. I really think you, it's important that you, you represent everyone. What I'm saying so is you. you 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 going to insure Joe Burroughs, but what about the guy, you know, the fourth string nah, So 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 if I'm a Liberty Mutual, right? It's a I'm team a li- policy. Right, right. It's, it's a team policy. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm a Liberty okay. Mutual, I'm coming in to sponsor a the Alabama University. I want to be mm-hmm. a sponsor. How about Alabama say, well, listen, you can be the official insurer of the Alabama Clemson, Clemson Tide. And we could do that and make sure every, every it's just like owning a, a company. Everybody at our company is insured. So it's the same it thing. Is, it's it's the same thing. I think where I'm getting to where, I, and this is just a small technicality, I'm with you on every level. It's just sponsorships are like year to year contracts or five, five year contracts. 
I don't like insurance companies being able to decide if they want to support somebody based off of their record for a year or two. No, no, uh, it won't be. It won't come from the it's, university, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. it's, just, it's just like you'll be an employee. So I mean, it's just like you're an employee at a company, and the yeah. company actually has the insurance probably not not player to player. Say employee, because then we get in a whole. I know, you know, it's, it's an analogy. These, I these people know this no, is I an like analogy. It. I do, <laughs> I do. I like it. I hear what you're saying, and and I, and I definitely agree with it. I think that there needs to be an insurance policy for these student athletes. They're giving their blood, their sweat, their tears. They're giving their body while also, you know, staying academically eligible, going to class, perhaps, maybe not at Chapel Hill. You Stop. know what I'm saying? Don't, but they're you, 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 own, you own one this hey, morning. A, a, a couple things, though. If you're not going to do an insurance policy, do some sort of 401K. You also indicated you didn't like the idea of the of these companies doing uh, these insurance policies if they were to do one on an, on an annual basis based upon the win-loss record. But that's no different right. than these same companies paying sponsorship dollars for these bowl games. That's true, but that money doesn't go to the players. I just think it, it I goes to the conference, though. Players. I, I, I got you, but I'm and saying the conference ain't giving nothing but 20% back to the schools. Okay, but that's something. That's better than nothing. If that 20% could go I'm into just, a pot, if the 20% could go into a bigger pot, that's all I'm saying. The 20% could go into a bigger pot. You I got the you. damn family dollar.com <laughs> select bowl or whatever, you know what I'm saying? In Concord, <laughs> North Carolina, that don't nobody want to go to. That 20%. First off, Concord was voted uh, most beautiful city. Okay? What, what about? In North Carolina. Yeah, I, I don't care about voting. Look, looking at these presidential <laughs> polls I've been seeing, some of these voters are crazy as hell or whatever. So I don't know. That's right. I don't know why they voted Concord the most. <laughs> it's the ideal. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what? Come on up to exit 54. We'll show you a good time. Right. But I, I, I agree. I hear what y'all. I think I just want to see in college, especially now, consistency and, and forecasting towards the future is something we have to look at. And I want to see something that can last. But you li- I, hear, I agree with all of y'all. You're listening to me, him, and her 704, the world's most dangerous sports podcast. That's my man. Rob Brandon, the Carolina kid. And we got. Yeah. Hey, it's your girl April Michelle. I ate my Wheaties this morning, and I'm coming for all y'all. That's you got a I lot got of smoke. Say. You got a lot of smoke, and I am uh, Loud Mouth Larry, a.k.a. the Black Dick Vitale. Oh, Lord, they say the rich get richer, baby. We just got rich in Tampa Bay, baby. The rich get richer. Welcome to Tampa Bay, Mr. Antonio. Give me the damn ball. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tom Brady has been on the campaign for the last two years to bring back Antonio Brown. He wants to end his career with a top-notch wide receiver. He played one game. The man played one game with Antonio Brown, and he fell in love. He threw him a touchdown on the first. He threw him seven passes. It might not have been seven, but it was a lot of passes on the first drive and got that man a touchdown. Tom Brady has come to Tampa Bay and say, look, damn it. I want Antonio Brown, and y'all gonna bring him in here. Bring him in here. Welcome to ta- uh, w- welcome to Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Antonio Brown. And I said that right because that's Tom Brady, Tampa I, Bay. I, that's what you wanted to say. I agree with you. Go ahead and get it out there. The rich definitely gets richer. This is crazy. The uh, amount of weapons they've assembled in this short amount of time. I give it up, man, to the GM and the coach trying to maximize this window that they have with Tom Brady as far as trying to surround him with. Any talent and all talent they can. Pretty much, I think everybody really. Do we want to see Tampa and Kansas City in the Super Bowl? Because I see they just scooped up Le'Veon. They got so much talent. Tampa got so much talent. It's 
It's looking like that's what it may Don't end up Don't forget them Seahawks, though. Don't forget them Seahawks. Well, I would have put the Seahawks in the Super Bowl if A.B. And they did go after If A.B. had not went there. But A.B. Yeah, I think right. A.B. was looking at that roster. He's trying to play with the GOAT, and I can't be mad at him. Well, you know, he he he's, he Florida is his home. He loved Florida. He like he, I, I wish he'd get the hell out of Florida because he gets in a lot of trouble in Florida. But, I mean, who don't want to play with the GOAT? Who don't want to play with Mr. Who, Mr. Touchdown himself, Tom Brady? Oh, my gosh. My eyes have rolled so much in the back of my head. <laughs> you cannot. Sadly, I'm going to agree with everything that y'all have said on this one. It's good to see Antonio back. I heard that he's actually learned a lot in his time being out, that he's very humble. I hope he's not humble on that field, though. I definitely just want to see him ball out and do what he does with Tom Brady, and I'm excited to watch them possibly. He about to eat, baby. Let's eat. He about to eat. Let me eat, baby. Let me eat. He about to eat down there, Tampa Bay, baby. It took everything in me to even say that. Congratulations, <laughs> Black Dick Vitale. Yeah, no balls are going around down there, man. Oh, you know what Tom Brady say. If you're open, you're getting the football. And I'll be damned. Uh, Antonio Brown be open. Now, so you now, now you're looking at uh, we could put Antonio Brown outside, inside. We can play him outside of Gronk. Oh my gosh, it's just so many possibilities. I'm excited. I'm I'm ready for him to get on the field because I know that first touchdown he scored, he about to act a fool. He got to pass that quarantine first though. Hey, he gonna pass he that. Gotta That's true. Mandatory quarantine. He gonna pass that. Stay out of Florida. He gonna pass that. <laughs> I just hope Stay he don't jump out. back on social media, uh, Instagram live and tweeting and doing all that. Now, Antonio. They should have put that in his contract, though. Uh, uh, That's Tom, what they should have yeah. done. Tom, Tom Brady invited the man to his house. You know white folk don't invite you to the house unless they love you, baby. He love him, baby. He love him. Invited him to stay. You can come stay with me, baby. Yeah. We're going to do this like the blind side. You can come live with me. Nah, you ain't staying with me. Gi- you ain't staying with me and Giselle. Nah, nah. I see. I see your IG the last five years. You're not staying with me and Giselle. Hey, he got married though, didn't he? He's selling now. He's a changed man. You know, he got the boys there too, Jack and whatever the other little boy. Nah, you staying with me and Giselle. The other one. I'm good. Well, I you know Tom Brady got an extra crib. He got an extra crib. He ain't coming to the main house. Okay, he ain't okay. coming to the main house. You come to. So you telling him to go to the back? Is that what he's saying? Nah, he he, nah. He, he 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 come to the side house. <laughs> we got yeah, a side. He, he, he can't come in the main house. <laughs> nah. Can't stay here with me and Giselle. Well, welcome back, Antonio. Welcome Brown. back, Antonio Brown. Man. I, 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 I hope he does great. Welcome back. I got another welcome back. Here we go. The Ohio State University. Oh, wait. Oh. Man. God dang. Yeah. It was a great performance yesterday. We actually saw the return of a future Heisman candidate. Do you want to speak on that, Miss April Michelle? No. Oh, I thought you were speaking on that. I apologize. I was just looking at the score, 52-17. to 17. They let them Cornhuskers know who it was. Ohio State, they looked great. They really, really did. They had um, – Actually, I don't know. What's, what's, what's my man's name? What's the, the quarterback's name that we were talking about? Justin Fields? Yeah, the third. The, 20, yeah. yeah. The second string quarterback 21. from Georgia like two years ago who you only wanted to get right. $50,000 worth of insurance <laughs> to. That guy. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. 20 for 21. Mm. Like, let that resonate in your soul a little bit. For 276 yards and two touchdowns, those are numbers that win you national championships. Well, the thing about it is, I seen this post yesterday. Who is the head coach at Ohio State now? Ryan Day. He's a, he's eighteen and one as a head coach. 
He's 18 and he's only lost. Myers set him up nice. Yeah, he's only lost one game as a head coach so far at Ohio State. So you're looking at these boys. I, hey, I think they can run the table and do it. I think they can do the it. The question is, how do they insert it in? I, I agree. I, I think that Ohio State looked like competitors. Um, I believe, you know, Nebraska's not a slouchy team at all. But Ohio State, year after year, puts out great numbers and puts out great football programs. So I didn't expect anything less from them. But, again, just that quarterback play right there, I was like, God dang, these guys are for real. All the time. You know what it is. And, of course, you know this is my favorite segment right here. For the culture. culture. And this week in For the Culture, the biggest – Versus battle in the history of versus battle in the South. Blasphemy. Oh, in the South. In the South. Okay. The king of the trap. Who is the king of the ATL? Who is the king of the trap? Is it T.I. who said he invented the trap? Or is it the snowman who said he perfected the trap? Boom, boom, clap. Who you got? I'm going to let y'all go first. Go ahead, because you've been, you been all on my Instagram and Facebook this week uh, throwing shots, Carolina kid. Go ahead with your little, your little saying. But, but first, before I, let, before I let you get to that, here's what T.I. had to say about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, if young wanted this smoke, he'll say it. I know young. If young wanted this smoke, if young wanted this action, he'll say it. So until young say something, that shit talk. Okay. And then when T.I. said that, this is what Jesus came back with. You done been around the whole world on your campaign. You know, now you back here. I don't know what to avoid me for. I tell you what, though. Since it mean that much to you, put a date on it. I ain't going to meet you there. I'm going to beat you. All right, now go ahead. I think this is going to be a good battle. I'm glad they're giving the people what they want. First off, I love the snowman. I really do. But I think this T.I. all day. I think this Clifford Harris all day. T.I., in my opinion, discography just is a whole lot better than my man Snow. Mm. I think it's a whole lot better. T.I. got five classics, in my opinion. He has five classics, in my opinion. And I'll call him out later if we get to that as far as what those classics are. It don't matter. It does matter. It does matter. <laughs> and we keep talking about trap. That's the problem. That's where I think Jeezy loses this battle. His music stays in the trap. It stays in the club. Jeezy, in my opinion, doesn't have anything in his discography as big as T.I.'s Live Your Life with Rihanna or whatever. Jeezy song wasn't have, that big, but go uh, ahead. It wasn't song was big. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to let, let, let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. No, no, let him finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. played in every athletic Go ahead. Go ahead. Are you done? Are you done? Am I done or am I finished? Are you done or are you finished? Go ahead. I'm going to let Ava Michelle go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, I, I don't like the disrespect. Okay. I have owned every single one of these artists' albums. Like, every time they come out, I go and get the CD. This is tough for me because you're getting, I mean, thug motivation, the recession, not to mention the work that Young Jeezy did with my boys, the boys in the hood. I actually really like that group. The inspiration. Hustling Ambition? I still play that every single day so I can get out in these streets and make that money. Oh, dope. This I is agree. tough for me. It is because Jeezy, Jeezy just speaks to the street. Whoa! Talk! He does speak Michelle, talk. to the street. I can't. And, are you done? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you in because I'm about to bust. I'm about to bust. I'm over here looking. Media. I'm looking Carolina kid dead in the eye with this one. Now he listen. He didn't leave us. He didn't leave us and, and, and go commercial. Ooh, ain't nothing wrong with going commercial. I'm not. I'm, I'm, you I'm, saying not. Tip went commercial? Tip it's definitely did. He definitely went commercial. Here. He definitely he's went commercial. Here and he's still giving us what we need. He is engaged to Jenny Ma. I get that. But what's wrong I'm with a, that? I'm gonna say Young Jeezy. I'm gonna so, say Young Jeezy 
Flash Jeezy because he grew. So, so we call it commercial. Is, is that code word for evolving? Like, damn, how many, how many, how many I'm times? I'm not mad at that. I don't like reality TV. I don't like reality TV. Are you ready? Are you ready? There we go. All right, so you you count T.I.'s five classic albums. You said he crossed over. He did all that. All that is good and well. Y'all say he lyrical. I love T.I. You know, that's my dog. That's my dog. We're not even going to question it. That's my dog. There's no no loyalty question. But Jeezy? But Jeezy speaks to people. He makes the people move. You talk about five classic albums. Jeezy got five classic albums. 10 classic mixtapes and it's not about it's not about what song did what it, this is a versus battle you got 20 th- these are the rules you got 20 songs you and, think T.I. got 20 hits I, he do he do got I'm not denying the hits but 20 songs to make the, when you drop it and make you make that face you know that face when that girl walk by with that mm. sundress you be like ooh that's the face Jesus gonna make on every single song you said in your argument you said that Jeezy stayed in the trap he's got I do with um, your boy, Andre Three Stacks. Okay. Okay. He's got um. Somewhere R. Kelly. He's ninety. <laughs> man, I was gonna even mention. Put it out there. I'm putting the, the one with Neo. Never leave you alone. Yeah, he got one. the number one song that was played that became a black national anthem. My president is black. My Lambo is blue. And now we got damn Mr. Real Thing too. Come on, baby. Stop playing with y'all. Yeah. What what yeah. T.I. going to do when Jesus dropped that trap of that? I smoke perp out of value. What is he going to do? He, hey. This is about the who run the ATL, who make the city move, the king of the, tra- the, king of the trap. Jeezy was the king of the trap. Now, T.I. T.I. showed the way. T.I. was the big brother. I'm serious. Certified classic. Okay. Trap music. Certified okay. classic. Urban legend. Okay. Certified classic. Okay. Uh, urban King, legend is certified uh, classic. King was okay. King was okay. King was okay. The only one that's shaky, in my opinion, is T.I. versus T.I.P. or whatever. King, King was shaky. Okay. King was shaky. Okay. Okay. So that's three and a half then right there. T.M. Uh, 101. TM-102, TM-103, all them are classics. Not Trap in my it, opinion, but okay. Trap it out of mixtape. Yeah. Trap it out of mixtape. Classic. I love the, the recession. Tape. Can't ban the snowman. The recession. Is the, is the Come on, tape. man. Can't ban the snowman. Y'all man, better stop playing T- with y'all. I think T.I. remixes go harder than some of them. J- and uh, you know who on the remixes? Jeezy. Both of them on there because they was <laughs> running in Atlanta. They was running who in Atlanta. He murdered them on his own remix. Nah. I, come on. Nah. Top Back, you better go listen to nah. Top Back and listen to Young. What about the Shorty Low? Jeezy murdered that. T.I. ain't even on there. My bad. Not Shorty Lowe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T.I. ain't even on there. Not Shorty Lowe. T.I. ain't even on there. I just think, I think. You better stop playing with Jeezy. It's going to be a good one. We're going to see. Again, I think T.I. hit this though. No. T.I. goes, he goes. You know why T.I. You know why T.I. He's, he's awfully confident and he, he going to come into this battle and Young going to bust his ass. He called out the wrong one. You can't call Young to the mat like that because a lot of stuff. What he going to do? What he going to do when Young drop geeked up with Fabo? I just hiding than him right now. I. Mm-mm. That is, what is he going to oh, do? Name yeah, me one yeah, song they still playing the club name. by T.I. right now. One, just name me one. Carolina kid, you gotta get some verses on here. You gotta drop a couple of lines. Let us know. What club we talking about? In the club, strip club, in the club. Jesus run the strip club. Other. All of them, all the club. You you gonna hear at least five Jesus songs in the club if you in the club in a black club. You gonna hear no Ti? Probably not. You might hear bring them out. Okay. Yeah, we don't play that no more. We 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 ain't we ain't doing that no more. We ain't rubber band man. We ain't dancing to that.
Look, it's I gonna be a good one though. Not, don't, world, like I said, don't get me wrong. I Ti is my partner. Hey. Jesus is my partner. But listen, no question. Your loyalty is not questioned when it comes to <laughs> no, Ti. I'm just saying, never, bro. It's like, not in question. Never. And I love Jeezy. But yeah. I just think it's gonna uh, work out a little bit. That's just kind of like the DMX Snoop Dogg battle. Yeah, I love DMX. I, I like Snoop, but I love DMX. And I actually thought it was gonna be a landslide going in that Snoop was gonna win. Yeah. But all my energy was with X, just like your energy, in my opinion, is with with, it, is with with snow or whatever. Yeah. But I just think as far as the discography, I think it's the not. But in a versus battle, it's not about that. It's twenty songs. You got you, you got to pick, pick the right. 20. You got to pick You're the right, right twenty. Right. Yeah, two wrong two wrong songs, and it, it could be over. I agree with that. It's like a boxing match. I one one wrong duck, and baby, you hit, you get hit with an uppercut, and it's over. I agree with that. Well, I think the I think the black culture is going to win. Let me just be a, a pacifist real quick. <laughs> Everybody's going to win in this one. But my money's on Jeezy, the snowman. But it's going to be a good thing for all of us. Let me just say that. Hey, listen. So, Hold on. Know, let me tell them the date for everybody out there listening. It is, it is becoming an official battle. November the 19th. Get your Ciroc. Come on, pull up. I'm trying to go to the ATL and put my feet up because I'm going to be in the audience hollering somewhere. Let's go, snowman. Can we get this on a different platform? With that Apple and Versus? Can we get it on a different platform? You need TV? What you need? Hey, I got about yeah, 10 bands I'm willing to throw in. Can me and you come up with an app? We, we need this on a different platform. We talking about this for the culture, this for the streets, but we on Instagram? We on Instagram and, and Apple right. TV. And Apple. And yeah, you. hey, I agree. Revolt, it's yeah, also on Revolt. Hey, what's up, man? Is Black Planet for sale? You think, <laughs> me, and you could, you think me and you could buy Black Planet? Hey, what was your Black Planet account? account? <laughs> I didn't have one. I didn't have one. I had one. I had one. I think. I'm willing to put up some bread, though. Can we I was buy too young? Huh? Uh, now, you definitely had a black planet because you was over there at Cooper Hall. She's still smiling like she still may have one. You still getting DMs on your black planet? <laughs> <laughs> you know you got a black planet. Stop playing. Stop playing. We need to bring it back. Bring black. Bring back black planet. Since we bring everything you know black back, bring black. Bring back black planet. Well, put it on eight. And can we get it on Facebook? Can we get this on Facebook too? Then yeah. Facebook yeah. will be historical. What's up, Mark Zuckerberg? I want to be there. Where's it at? I need the locale. I need to be there. This is our Thanksgiving, November nineteenth. Thanksgiving. Mm. Be there. Okay. Okay. White people too. If you want to understand black people a little bit more, tune in as well. It's a great learning. It's a great learning curve. Speaking of, I'm gonna kick it over really quick to another one to do it for the black culture back in the day. Ice Cube, oh. big three basketball. Oh, owner. No. <sighs> All right. <sighs> so I, I like Cube. I like him a lot. You know, he was working on the Black America plan. Um, he went to the Democrats. He went to the Republicans. The Democrats were non-committal. Said maybe after the election. But Donald Trump popped right on him because we know that that is a demographic that he's trying to reach out to. And so they added part of his plan to their, what is it, their 500 million platinum billion platinum plan. Plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I hear shit, I don't remember it, so I apologize. Um, but he went to them and Donald Trump entertained him and added elements of it. And then Donald Trump's PR put it out there that Ice Cube was working with Donald Trump. And we know that the black community wanted to start cancel culture immediately. I'm going to kick it over to the Carolina kid. What are your thoughts on this? Because he did clarify his stance a little bit. My thoughts was that Corona is bad business for Ice Cube, owner of the Big Three League. They didn't get no season in. Corona is bad for Ice Cube. It ain't no movies being made right now. Corona is bad for Ice Cube. Ain't no touring being done right now or whatever. So I feel as though Ice Cube, I'm not questioning him or whatever because he showed us 
over the last, what, 20, 30 years or whatever that he's right. for, he's for the people. But it just looks bad. The optics, in my opinion, looks bad. 12, 13 days before an election, you start doing the press tour. And again, I know for the last couple of months, they've been out here talking about the contract with Black America. This is nothing that just happened. But this press run, the last 10, 13 days, in my opinion, is just just it's just bad optics. This is something that I feel as though could have potentially just waited to whoever is in power. They could have presented right. it then. And I know people are going to uh, argue that if you wait to afterwards, you're giving up your leverage. But I don't necessarily feel like that's the case in, at this part. I'm going to let uh, Black Dickie B talk about it and see how he feels. I'm just, I mean, like I'm upset with Ice Cube because you, you knew you was going to get played. When you when you uh, said anything about the Trump administration, you knew that they was going to play and they was going to make it seem like you was, you was in their corner. That was the only thing that I was mad about with this whole thing about Ice Cube. And you tried to act like you didn't know you, or you tried to act like you didn't get played. Just say, hey, bro, I got played. Right. Just, just say, hey, right. I, I, well, it wasn't my intention at, to, to decide with any party because he did say he's not with any party. But you should have said that from the get go and just say, look, I, I got played. They, they played me. It's okay. It happens to all of us. We all get played at some time in our life. But Cube, you could have been came up with a plan for black America. You've been black your whole damn life. You've been rich your whole, I mean, mm. you know, your adult life, you've been rich a long time. And you you might, you know, you might live a different type of life of of, of some of us average African Americans. But at the same time, bro, you've been there before. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, you yeah. know, you could have been came up with a plan for black America. You could have gave this plan to Barack Obama. Why not? Why 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 That's now? True. My thing is why now? Why now? Because Corona right. is yeah. bad for his business. That's why. I just told you That's it's bad. Right. For he ain't got nothing to do. He ain't got nothing to do. No <laughs> basketball. No movies. No touring. Black plan. Black plan for America. Okay. You, yeah. I, you know what? I get it now. Bad for business. Come I just on, don't man. like how long he took to put his stance out there. I know D.L. Hewley came at him and said he was unqualified to speak upon black America. I don't agree with that. I yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, he's a man definitely. for the people. I'm not going to go there, and I don't think we should cancel him. But Ice Cube, Donald Trump doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about us. I think you just need to go to the right people, and sometimes patience is a virtue. So that, that's just my thoughts on it, and I'm going to end it there. And Curtis Jackson, we ain't forget about your ass either. We, oh, we're yeah. coming back. Yeah. We're no. double back next week. Yeah, yeah, fit, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fit the limit down, too. Yeah, 50 let me down, too. Because, and, you know, real quick, the only reason 50 let me down, well, I'm not going to say the only reason, but you, he's putting out bad information. That, that's that's right. that's the biggest thing, bro. You can be for who you who you want to be with, but you putting out bad information. Now that, he done came back and did an interview, I think, with Chelsea Handler like two days right. ago and said, man, I ain't fooling with Trump. I ain't doing that. That's, that Dude, that's just terrible right there. That's terrible in my yeah. opinion. Well, yeah, that is Curtis. That is Curtis. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Curtis is a clown. Definitely is a clown. He's a clown. It is what it is. I know everybody likes power, but he's a clown. Yeah. And that's where I stand. So, um, you know, I just want to hear uh, from all of y'all, Black uh, Dickie V, what's some last words you got for the show? Hey, man, y'all be safe out here, man. We losing too many lives to cancer. We losing too many lives to corona. We losing too many lives to violence. Y'all be safe out here. So y'all can hear this world's most dangerous sports podcast. You don't want to miss this action. We got action, baby. My last words, hey, it's sweater season. It's cuddling season. We about to have these me, him, and her uh, hoodies coming out real soon. We about to have some merch soon. So if you want to support and get behind somebody, we about to have them in the street soon. Hey. Hey.
Hey, and my last word is the best way that you can support us, because you know you love hearing us every single Sunday. Send it to your friends. Send it to your homegirls. Send it to your five or six side chicks. Just tell them to click wow. that button and make sure they listen to me, him, and her at 704. It's your girl, April Michelle. Hey, you know I am. <clears throat> had to clear my throat. You know I am Corona? loud. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> I had my test. I am Loudmouth Larry, a.k.a. the Black Diggy V. And this your boy Rob Brandon, the Carolina kid. April Michelle, send the link out to the podcast on your Black Planet page, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Koopa Troopa, Scotty Hottie, baby. <laughs>